I love me a good David and Goliath story. How about you twos? I mean, who doesn't like rooting for the little guy? And in today's review, The Burial, we're going to do just that. And I am going to relish in it. <laughs> well, let's get started. She's Tuesday. I'm Kaylee. And this is Whiskey and Popcorn. Okay, so in brief, The Burial is actually inspired by True Events. It's about a lawyer who helps a funeral homeowner save his family's business. And it's from this huge corporate behemoth. And as the press kit says, exposing a complex web of race, power, and injustice. Okay, it does seem a little bit heavy-handed, but in truth, it's really what The Burial gives us. Exactly. And it stars Tommy Lee Jones and Jamie Foxx, both heavy hitters in their own right, both with numerous accolades under their belts, and two Oscars between them. So, you already know that it's going to be good. Jones plays the role of Jeremiah O'Keefe, a 75-year-old funeral service provider in southern Mississippi, and this is set in 1995. His business is in financial trouble, and so he considers selling a portion of that business to the funeral conglomerate, the Lowen Group, which is based in Canada. And to be fair, don't be embarrassed if this doesn't sound familiar at all. This trial actually ran in tandem with the O.J. Simpson trial. You know, I had no idea about this. It is based on contract law, which is not nearly as sexy as a murder trial and a high-profile one at that. But this story is so much more interesting now, particularly in light of all the various court cases going on about corruption and justice and fighting for the little guy that we see nowadays. At first blush, I actually really liked this movie. I was moved. I laughed. Tommy Lee Jones and Jamie Foxx, who knew that these guys were a match made in heaven on the screen? Right? Okay, so if we look back in film history, by no means is this something crazy new, right? Within this film, we had a little To Kill a Mockingbird, maybe a dash of Aaron Brockovich, and definitely a heaping cup of A Few Good Men. And it was just a wicked audience pleaser. It had its drama, so it kept me really on the edge of my seat. But there were just these comedic times between our two leading roles of Tommy Lee and Jamie Foxx that, oh my gosh, again, like you said, like you would think that they've been besties for like 40 years. But no, and it even had some mystery. You're like, where are we going to go next? What are they going to find out uh, during the cross-examinations? You're like, what? Um, it's genuinely, whether you're actually looking at the actors or the people that they're portraying on film, these are two people that may would never have crossed paths with one another in any other circumstance, but just lifelong friends. And I want to give major kudos to whoever did casting because everyone in this film felt like they were the perfect person for this role. 
That's not necessarily knowing that I know the people from the original story, but there's no way Jamie Foxx just made up that character, right? (laughs) No. And speaking of his character, we meet him first, even though he's essentially the supporting lead, but he comes all across as sort of, in my mind, sleazy. You know, he's got all this gold and high-end suits. He's got mansions, and they make a point to talk about his private plane that he flies everywhere called the Wings of Justice. He just is like over the top, and, you know, he feels like he was made for TV, (laughs) essentially, like any of those uh, dramatized court cases. Like, you could see him and Judge Judy in the same room, and it would just be fireworks. (laughs) Just like Hale Dawkins, the character who's a young attorney, says, like, you're basically a glorified ambulance chaser. And it's all about gold and and airplanes and all these things. And then you have Jerry O'Keefe, who is so mild mannered. You know, if this wicker wicker basket isn't broken, we keep it, you know, like (laughs) that needs to be fixed if it doesn't need to be fixed. And it's like that polar opposite. That juxtaposition of characters just added to that comedy. Yeah. And so it's interesting because they make a big deal that Jamie Foxx's character, Willie Gary, he does not take on cases that he can't win. So hence, he's not lost a case in like a decade at this point. But he is convinced by Jerry's younger uh, attorney friend more than anything else, played by Mamadou Ati. He does a fantastic job of playing this like young, but very sharp, a very with it attorney, Hal Dawkins. He's just the complete opposite of both of these attorneys, both Willie Gary and Jerry's longtime attorney, played by Alan Ruck, which if you are a fan of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he (laughs) was in that movie as Cameron. Which I would like had to do a double take because I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even recognize you. You know, a little silver fox hair will do that to you. <laughs> but I like how the humanity of Gary comes out. He may come across as like, I only care about the money. But in the end, he cares a lot about Jerry and a lot about this case. And it reveals some pretty just awful things that this conglomerate that wanted to buy Jerry's funeral services uh, that they have done to the community in the South, particularly the Black community. How I saw it was a bunch of different personalities with different ideas and backgrounds are all coming together for one purpose, and that is really to win this case. And they have to break down some of their silos and they have to think about it in different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I do want to touch on the fact that it's very hard in the South to not touch upon race. By no means is this like a white savior movie. This is like, this is how race is done well in a film where it's obviously touched upon because this is very obvious. You know, it's South, it's in the 90s where you think, oh, no, we're getting there. No, we're not getting there. Yeah, this was the time of, I'm colorblind. I don't see color. I don't see race. And yet, yes, you do. (laughs) So, you know, and even within the trial, they say, like, is this a trial about race? 
but it's so touched upon in the fact that it does not overpower the film, but it's obvious that you do have to talk about it. Exactly. And it becomes a part of the case, too. Right, especially with something like O.J. Simpson going on at the same time. I mean, it's if it wasn't, it would be the elephant in the room. So it's just worth it to, like, put it out there. But by no means did it take over the trial or take over people's personalities. And I think it was very, it was done in a very classy way. Yeah, like you said, it really managed to get the nuance, race, and essentially a lawsuit that at its core was about contract law, not sexy. <laughs> but as is revealed, spoiler alert, guys, this is how they end up winning the case. They uncover some very unsavory actions that this international conglomerate does. They basically swoop in and buy up small businesses, funerary um, businesses, and does things like jacks up the prices in low-income communities. And when we're talking the South, where are most of those low-income communities? Places of color. So that's kind of how it pans out uh, without giving away too many of the spoilers. But I just, I love the fact that there's this interesting dynamic between Jerry and Gary. Tommy Lee Jones and Jamie Foxx, like they just play it so well together. When I think of Tommy Lee Jones, you know, I think of like Men in Black or, you know, any of these other films where he's just kind of like brash, a little bit rough on the edges. He's anything but in this film. Like for me, it was like a complete 180. Have I watched all Tommy Lee Jones movies? No, maybe he's done roles like this before. But for me, it was very fresh and new. And I really liked it. And Jamie Lee Foxx, too. His character grew so much. We really get to learn about who this brash attorney is. So I don't know. I just I don't think I can say anything more glowing about this film. I highly recommend that everyone go check it out because I think this one's going to be kind of like an under the radar, easy to miss, but you don't want to miss it. Anything that you didn't like? You know, nothing really stood out to me as stuff that I didn't like or was a turnoff. I will say that I enjoyed the story a lot and it was entertaining, but it's also not like the best film I ever seen. Like this movie is not something I will be talking about <laughs> for ages to come, but I also still highly recommend it. Uh, what about you? Nothing I can say I disliked is just if you're one of those people that liked Aaron Brockovich, you know, the client, all of those courtroom kind of deals, then this is your thing. And even if you didn't try it out, I mean, it even if you just want the humor in it, it's a great movie. Yeah, there are a lot of laughs in this movies. Well, it's time to roll out the shot glasses Tuesday. How many are you pouring out for the burial? It really kept me captivated the entire film. So for me, that's a five-shotter. Very good. For me, I'm giving it a solid three shots. It was good, not great. Still a recommend, but also I'm not going to ostracize you if you don't watch this movie. So, right, you know, solid down the road. I can respect that. Uh, what are you drinking? So I am drinking a Mississippi Punch. This is set in Mississippi, and it feels right. Mississippi's hot and humid, so you generally want something cool and refreshing. So this is a 
uh, it's got bourbon whiskey and cognac, some lemon juice and simple syrup, chilled water. Just mix it all together in a tall boy glass and garnish with a lemon wedge. I mean, it sounds delicious any time of year, but particularly when it's still hot like it is here in Phoenix. <laughs> For me, I went very literal. I did the attorney privilege cocktail. So obviously we're going to our roots. It's some bourbon or jot, a nice couple dashes of bitters with a beautiful lemon twist garnish. And it just sounded wonderful what I'd want to have on a Mississippi porch. Ooh, yes. I haven't had orjat before, though. Have you? I'm sure I have. It doesn't mean I knew it by name, but it's it's kind of a sweet syrup. That's it's made- like an almond sweet syrup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's a sweet syrup, almond sugar, rose water, orange flower. It's very toity, but it's basically like a, a syrup. It's a simple syrup. Mm, it does sound good. It sounds very aromatic and floral. I like that. Yeah, but, it, but it's not like, you know, aggressive. Right, right. I love it. I will clink glasses with you always, too. And for you, our dear listeners, you can see The Burial in select theaters on October 6th, but it'll also be released on Prime Video starting on October 13th. So two ways to see this film. You don't want to miss it. That's it for this episode. Do you plan to see it? Make sure to let us know. We love to hear from our fans. And speaking of hearing from you, make sure to subscribe to Whiskey and Popcorn on social media. You can also find us on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also at whiskeyandpopcorn.org. For Kaylee, I'm Tuesday. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the movies.